The Bread and Butter podcast acknowledges the Yagara people and the Turbal people as the traditional custodians of Mainjin, the lands on which we record today. We pay our respects to the Yagara and Turbal elders, past, present, and emerging. This podcast is brought to you by Hey Al Productions. Did I say good? Just to get you into it one more time. Maybe just in case. Okay. Go. Bread and Better Podcast. Okay. Bread and Better Podcast. I feel like I am. Bread and Better Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Bread and Better. This is actually our first day recording for 2024, and we are so excited to be here. We actually even considered trying to come back a week early because we were missing recording so much. So for those of you who are new here or as a refresher, we are a women's holistic health podcast focused on talking about all things women's health and the impact that it has on the next generation as well. Whilst our target demographic is women, we do want to say a quick shout out to our loyal listener base of men. We know that there are a few of our friends, partners and other guys out there that are avid bread and better listeners. So we want to say a quick thank you to them as well. And of course, Kev too. And Kev, who is the unsung editor. (laughs) Yes, he does a lot of listening, catches stuff before they go out. So And errands. Yes, and a lot of errands. I'm always saying that he needs a pay rise. He does. (laughs) Or any pay whatsoever. (laughs) We'll take him out to do that. Yeah, that'll be nice. Uh, So I am Tegan. I am a sports nutritionist, a personal trainer, and a qualified chef. And as well as the podcast, I have my online coaching business called Fitty Teagues. Through my business, I empower and educate women to not only reach their body composition goals, but also improve their habits, relationship with their body, and ability to positively influence their children when it comes to food and movement. And I am Alex. I am your other host and the producer of this podcast. I own Hey Our Productions, which now has two podcasts under its umbrella. So as well as Bread and Better, there is also the periodical pod coming out at the end of January. I'm so excited for the pod. Me too. It's going to be so good. Yes. There's going to be a lot of learning to do from that podcast that you're doing. So I am so, so excited for that one to come out. Yes. And if you heard our episode on all things periods with Michelle Smith, that is who I'm doing the podcast with. So that was just a little taster of what's to come. I'm also a mum of three and a writer with a focus on women's health, parenting and now travel. So together we are the Bread and Better podcast and we're so excited to bring you a weekly dose of health chat, everything from training and nutrition, mental health, mindset and more. So we're actually recording twice this week. We have a guest coming on tomorrow. So we're going to save our best thing we ate for tomorrow so that we can do it with her. So to start off the episode today, we're going to do a quick highs and lows. So would you like to go first with your highs? Yes, I'll go first. So my highs, as I've just said, the new periodical pod. So working with Michelle has been so amazing and I've just been on such a high and we had a little photo shoot last week with Emmy, friend of our pod, uh, who did the kidney transplant episode with us in episode three. And that was really fun. And I just literally last Friday after that shoot and the episode planning and I had lunch with our mutual friend Meg, I said to Kev, I'm just like so grateful for the women in my life at the moment and like working with you and working with Michelle and like having Emmy and just like everyone. I just feel so like supported and motivated and inspired and it's very exciting. You have the best co-hosts. Right? (laughs) I'm very lucky. (laughs) Lucky girl things. (laughs) Yes. And like I was just saying to Kev and I think I said it to you as well, like working with people that I want to see you succeed in fatigues and I want to see Michelle succeed in Ova and I want Bread and Better to do well and hey Al and the periodical pod and this little like circle of support it's really nice yeah and I think that's maturing as a woman to just be like lifting each other up yeah yeah absolutely and no competition you just want everyone to do really well there's enough room for everyone to be successful yeah uh so my other one is my health I started some new medication before Christmas and I have been able to eat food 
So <laughs> I have been able to eat food, full yeah. stop. Yeah. So last year it got to the point where I wasn't able to eat, couldn't keep anything in my body. It was horrific and I like brought on a lot of anxiety and yeah, I got to eat all the food, obviously that I'm not allergic to at Christmas and yeah, it's just been incredible. I can't even talk about how. You do seem like a different person. Yeah. Because I've... you're nourished. Because <laughs> I've got food in my body. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's amazing. And then the biggest one. I was going to, I'm ready. <laughs> I met Andy Murray. <laughs> Do you know who, please tell me you know who that is. No, you've already told me you met Andy Murray where we met last week. I didn't know who it was. Yeah. But oh. now I know. Yeah. Tennis so, player. Yes. Very good. Very good. Big fan. Mm, big, big, big fan. It was surreal and just like fucking excited. Like <laughs> she's pumped, guys. She's oh pumped. my God. I couldn't even. Didn't you say that you would rather meet Andy Murray than Taylor Swift? Yeah. I'd rather meet Andy Murray than like most people. I mean, it's probably like Michael Jordan, anyone from that like 90s Chicago Bulls team, Serena Williams. Fucking Andy Murray. So exciting. But anyway, so we were watching some of the training at the Brisbane Open because the game we were there to see got rained out. Anyway, we're just like watching these kind of randoms train and then Kev's like, babe. And I'm like, what? And he's like, babe, look. And there was Andy Murray walking across the court and I had Sol on my lap <laughs> and he just picked him up and put him down and ran with Oscar and Magnolia to get their little book Bye, Kev, signed. look after the baby, gotta go. And he's like, I guess I'll look after the baby. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and um, oh my God, I was like almost crying. It was so exciting. I just was like, thank you. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's all so I said cool. to him. But anyway. Did you get like starstruck where you get like a bit shaky? You're like, oh my God. Oh yeah. My God. I'm such a loser when I meet famous people or just anyone who like I really look up to like <laughs> patients from the greats. And when I recently met Murray Wiggle. Murray Wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> Have I told you this? No. So I should start with patients from the greats who is now a good friend of mine, but the greats were my favorite band of all time in my like late teens, early 20s and Patience's kids go to my kids' school and it took me like a year to even work up the courage to talk to her even though we had a lot of mutual friends and we were walking up to school together and she, we were just having this really normal chat and then I stopped and I said, I'm sorry, I'm like a huge fan, I can't pretend that I'm not. Anyway, after the conversation, she was like, oh, I do this thing called Not On Your Rider, like you should come and she was like, oh, what's your name? I'll get you a table and I said, oh, it doesn't matter like what my name is just put me down as anything you can call me whatever you want <laughs> call me whatever you want anyway she had to ask my friend Erin for my name oh my god that's so funny yeah so then when I met Murray Wiggle patients took me backstage at Not On Your Rider to meet him I was like in this photo I'll post it I'm gushing like a loser and then afterwards he's like so gushing what? in the pants <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of excitement. Though he was quite charismatic. He's um, very old. <laughs> he's that old. <laughs> um, but after, like, we got the photo, he goes to me, and what's your name? Like, I'm a child. And I'm like, it's Alex. <laughs> Murray Wiggle has been in the wiggle since I was in kindy. <laughs> he's very old. He's not that old. But I was, <laughs> he's I was not that old. I was so happy that I remembered my crying? name. <laughs> it was so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was like when I met him. So no, I have no chill. And Patience was like, oh, I'm so proud that you remembered your name. And I'm like, yes, me too. <laughs> that's so funny. Yes. So that's another high from like Oh, do you know year. once I, so I kind of get like that if I have to talk to somebody who's really attractive. Oh, so no. Julia, we were at Julia's baby shower and this guy came in and his name's Clayton. Yeah. So he came in and he said, hi, my name is Clayton. And I said, hi, my name is Clayton. <laughs> And then I saw him again on a night out and I was like, remember when I said my name was your name? <laughs> what did he say? Uh, he was nice about it. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Am I low? Um, oh, yeah, lows. Do we even right. have to do those? I don't even know if we have to do those. Make it really brief. Yeah, my low, very brief. And I feel like I don't even need to go into detail. All the mums out there will understand. Mum guilt over the school holidays. I've obviously had to keep working and I feel really bad because my kids are bored and having a bit more screen time than usual. And I'm just like here trying to edit and do quotes and whatnot. And I'm just like, have your screen, do whatever. And I feel terrible because normally I'm not like that, but that's unavoidable. I think you're fine. Yeah. Cool. So that's mine. What are yours? So just the freedom that I have in my business over the holidays. So I yeah. think this is the first year over Christmas that I've been self-employed. So I've 
I've kind of always had to be working at a certain time. Like I've always just done a little bit of F45. So this time I have been fully self-employed. I had kind of set it up so that my clients were redoing their goals in the last two weeks of the year rather than doing check-ins. So yeah. to actually need to be on the computer all day like I normally would on a Wednesday. And then I've had new clients coming in and I've just been slowly setting them up as they wanted to start. So it just feels like I've had so much freedom. Like I've just been working a couple of hours in the day. But apart from that, I've been able to do whatever I want. And I mean, the weather's been pretty average, but I have had like heaps of friends come visit. I've been going out for really nice dinners and I've just been having a really, really nice summer holiday. So so good. And it's I, felt really, really good. So good. And as I said to you the other day, like that's a reflection of your business and like how well you've set up all of your procedures. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. everything like just kept rolling rolling on like there's messages that are you know automated to make sure that I never lose touch with anyone but then I just you know log on every day see if anyone needs anything make sure that they're all good to go and just yeah so live my best life and the other one the second one I had was just like ocean swims so Yeah. I'm starting a tally on my fridge of how many days I go in the ocean this year. Yeah. And like yesterday I went for a run, ran through Burley Hill, straight from the run into the ocean in my running clothes. I'm just like walking back to my house barefoot to start work in my business on my terms. And I'm like, what the fuck is this life? That's so good. You need to get that set that I got. That's oh, like the swim to run set. Swim to run because I've been swimming and then I just get out and I do whatever. Well, I just have like a crop top and like shorts on. Yeah, I guess same thing. But this just dries really quick, like almost instantly. So if you're going to swim and then run, like you could do that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Really quick low. And I really had to scramble for this mm. because I've been having a great time. I had my first ever UTI and it's fucked. <laughs> it's so fucked. I can't believe that that's the first one you've ever had. It's the most painful, horrible thing in the world. I didn't have any pain. I just needed to pee all the time and it was fucked. Yeah, that's annoying. It's a bit of a low. Yeah. But I'm okay now. That's Antibiotics good. have done their thing and I am back. Yay. <laughs> So on today's episode, we are talking about cultivating confidence. So as I shared in my vision board, in my, my episode, (laughs) in our episode on vision boards, one of my big goals for 2024 is to be as confident walking into a room of strangers as I am walking into a room of my best mates. So this is something that's very front of mind for me. I think the thing about confidence and in this episode, I'm not talking as an expert because as I just identified, it's something that I want to work on. It's relative. So like maybe there is some situations that we are really confident in and some situations that we're not. And I know between Alex and I, we have very different things that we are confident in. So we're going to open up a conversation about confidence and how we are going to and how you can work on cultivating more of it. Yeah. So one of the things that I have always been too nervous to do forever and working with you on the pod and some of the episodes where we've discussed this has definitely boosted my confidence. But I have a friend called Maria and I feel like she's a very confident person, which kind of like inspires me to do things with her. Well, we've been talking about doing a class at the gym and I've never done a class in my life. And I said, yes. And we went to this, what is it? Body pump? Body pump. Les Mills. Mm, Which I really regret now because it was, I'm in so much pain, but I had the best time and I think I was terrible at it and I'm so uncoordinated. I literally couldn't work out like what she was doing or how to make my body do that. But I had fun and I laughed at myself and I was like, no one is looking at me. Nah. Unless they are looking at me to to see what they're supposed to be doing, then they're really looking at the wrong person. And then they would just look to the next person. So totally. Yeah. And that's the thing, like we're going to get into it, but like, that's the thing, like doing these things that you're not confident in, it takes away the fear. Yeah. Weirdly doing group fitness classes makes me nervous. Really? Like doing them in a gym that is not a gym where I know everyone. Yeah. I I don't like people to know that I'm a PT. Yeah, yeah. If I'm going That's into extra a, pressure. Yeah, cuz they're like, "Well, you're going to be really fit." And like, especially if I'm in a functional fitness class, dude, I do weights and yeah. I run. I am not functional fit. Yeah. Like I'm not burpees fit. Yeah. So I try and like keep that under wraps. It's just like the unknown, not <laughs> unknown. Like once I get into it, I like it, but that's definitely something that still makes me nervous. Like I don't strut into a yeah group fitness class. Yeah. 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 That's a big thing. And I feel like people are really surprised when I say that I'm like not a confident person because like same. Yeah. Yeah. Same. hundred yeah. percent. When you told me initially that you wanted to work on your confidence, I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> Do you know what? 
makes me be more nervous about going to a group fitness class is that I have to talk to that person that I'm paired with. Oh, the fact that I have to do small talk with them. Yeah. Fucking hate small talk. Yeah. I don't love small talk, but I'm very good at it. You're very and and that's why I asked you to speak about it in this episode. You're yeah. very good at talking to people on a personal level. Yeah. Professionally, yeah, I'm fine to talk to people. Like yeah. if you're like, oh, I want to sign up to coaching. Can you talk to me about it? Sure, I yeah. can talk about you. Yeah, for days. Ask yeah. me questions about me, and I start to like uh, uh, melt. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like fine in like a professional sense, one on one. But if I had to speak in front of a room full of people, I'd throw up. Oh, I'm fine with that. Yeah, no, I can't. I would die. Like the thought of like being on a panel professionally even at our like pnc meetings where i have to sit in front of people thank god i've got people in my like group that understand how i feel because they don't make me do it but i would die and i do die just sitting there at the thought of like if someone asks me a question and it's on the fly i'm fine but if i have to like prepare something to say i just like i cry and throw up Whereas like F45, I'd be in front of 35 people being like, hi guys, <laughs> let's go. Which I've always done public speaking and I did debating when I was a kid. Yeah. Nerd things. And I do remember like it would make me really nervous to speak in front of a crowd, like give a speech in front of like a few tens of people or hundreds yeah. of people. I don't know if I've actually spoken in front of hundreds of people, <laughs> but a normal level of nerves. Yeah. Yeah, even like when you made me do that video. Remember like on that TikTok and that was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was even like, no. Nah. You didn't even have to say anything. You just had to show your I face. Know, I hated it. Front facing social media is pretty daunting. Yeah, very daunting. But you're probably going to have to do it. I know. Can I've I got my co-host to do it? At first I found it quite daunting. Yeah. So I just wanted to really, there's this really funny article and I don't, it kind of relates, but I wanted to read it out and it's like things that are awkward for no reason. Oh, I love this. It just cracks me up and it just reminds me of all the things. So it's like, I cannot explain why these 15 things are embarrassing, but they are. It's from BuzzFeed. I'm just going to go to the funniest ones. Walking back from your turn in 10 pin bowling. (laughs) That's so funny. What about the last few seconds of the Zoom call when everyone's trying to leave the meeting? That is the worst. When you're like, (laughs) okay, bye. And then you're like, I can't find the thing. And you're just lingering. Just standing there contemplating your existence while everyone sings happy birthday to you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, I love that. That's funny. I think that if you feel confident in any of these situations, like you're probably a pretty confident person. Well, I don't know, because I love people singing happy birthday to me. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I like having birthday parties, but the singing part, you're just like, is this fucking over? That's so funny because I don't like my own birthday party. But I like the singing. Anything to do with lifts. Yeah. Yes. I've been stuck in a lift with someone for a few minutes before and that was fucking awkward. Something about being in a lift is just so fucking awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Watching a sex scene in a movie with your parents. Oh my God. Oh wait. Do you know when I was like 14 and we went to like pick a family movie together, I picked, what is the movie? You're too big to fit in here. Too oh. big to fit in here. What is that movie? <laughs> The sweetest thing? The sweetest thing. I picked the sweetest thing and to watch with my parents, if anyone's ever seen that. Oh, my God. It's like the most sexual movie. And halfway through, my dad's like, go to bed. (laughs) Turn it off. (laughs) We will never watch TV again. Ever again. Oh, my God. And when the thing gets stuck in the thing and and she's got to sing and then they're all singing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. But I have already taken two big steps. Yes, you have. Towards confidence in 2024. The first one is I went to a group meditation. Yes. And the reason that I went was, A, it looks cool. Me and Fraz have been meaning to go together for ages, but we we just couldn't time it. So I was like, I've got to go by myself. I'm going to meet like-minded people. It's going to be great. Yeah. Anyway, so you get there and I saw this girl sitting by herself and I was like, I'm just going to sit next to her and talk to her. So I spoke to her. But then they do this thing where like you have to like look around and pick someone, not the person that you've spoken to so far, and you've got to go up and sit with them. Yeah. And I was just like dying on the inside and it's like that what if there's what if there's an odd number of people what if no one (laughs) the last one looks at me oh my god anyway turn around and this girl is stomping over to me (laughs) and I was just like fucking good because this situation is stressing me out she looks really kind yeah anyway she comes over and they like kind of make you say like why you are there yeah and she was like I just find it's easy to talk to people professionally but hard to talk to people personally anyway 
we're friends now. Yeah, and I'm so proud of you. And when you messaged me after the event, you're like, I just made two new friends. I was like, yay. Yeah, and Taylor and I have seen each other quite a few times. Yeah. And we are like, it was just, that sounds so fucking woo-woo. Like it was just like pure universe stuff. Like she owns her own business as a wedding photographer. We're going to yeah. do a cool collab later in this year. The depth of conversation is just like, fucking tell me about your trauma. Yeah. And every time, like I had dinner with her on Sunday night and just afterwards, I was just in the best mood. Like That's she so lights good. me up. Yeah. Yeah. I love a new friend and a new friendship. It's so nice. Especially yeah. when you really connect with someone. It's just the best. It's so cool. And then the other thing that I'm doing, this is the situation that really makes me absolutely die inside. Yeah. Is when you meet a new person for the first time and you do the like handshake, wave, hug, Uh, dance. No, this happened to me the other day. Okay. This happened to me once with one of our male friend's dads and it went for so fucking long that I was like, I hope I never, ever see him again. (laughs) It was so bad. We did the handshake hug dance like maybe like three times. What? I have this moment of panic whenever I meet someone new that I just don't know what to do. And if they're not dominant on it, I'm not dominant on it. You just get fucked over. Yeah, yeah. So in 2024, I'm taking the initiative and I'm hugging strangers when I meet them. I, Tegan Padgett, is going to become a hugger. Yeah, yeah, good job. I feel like if it's a woman, I'm fine. I'll go in for the hug. That's all good. But if you're meeting like a guy for the first time, I met my friend's friend the other day and he went to shake my hand and I was like, oh, sorry, I really feel like I know you. I'm just going to give you a hug. And But I feel like saying that kind of like Yeah, that makes it awkward. The- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it made it less awkward. Probably did make it more awkward. Yeah. I'm just going in with big hug energy. Oh, Kevin and I. I'm B-H-E gonna- <laughs> 2024, big hug energy. Kevin and I um, send each other like videos of people awkwardly shaking hands I'm gonna post some on the pod this week it's like one of our favorite things okay so once a few years ago this lady came to deliver us magazines to f45 because we were in this magazine I've never seen this woman in my life and at that stage I was like don't fucking touch me (laughs) she not only hugged me but she kissed me on the cheek and Mikey who I was working at the time he was like I have never seen somebody more awkward than you in that exchange what I've never met her she went in for a hug and a cheek kiss that's weird that's some b-h-e yeah that's that's a lot anyway I'm not gonna kiss people Um, And I'm even going to hug some of our friends more and Meg is off me. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, don't hug me. Yeah. That is so funny. So that's me. I'm going to be a confident hugger. You can be anything you want to be. You can be anything you want to be. So those are my two things that I've kicked off with. Yeah. Our best friend Zach is not a hugger and we do an annual hug like at Christmas. We do like a Merry Christmas hug and that's that's the only time we hug. So what is the true meaning of confidence? We found this definition that we love. So confidence means feeling sure of yourself and your abilities, not in an arrogant way, but in a realistic, secure way. Confidence isn't about feeling superior to others. It's a quiet inner knowledge that you are capable. Confident people feel secure rather than insecure. I love that. I also love that. Yeah. And that's like very appropriate for where I'm at right now because when I first started my business, I was a bit like, oh, you know, I don't have like years of experience in this. But then writing this quote last night, I was like, yeah, this is what I do and this is what I do. And like, I'm confident to go into a meeting now because I feel capable now. Yeah. The reason that I love this is because it's like the the secure part of it is because like we were saying you can appear confident and, you know, part of becoming confident is just doing it and having that confidence sort of aura. But you're not truly confident in the thing until you feel inwardly secure yeah in it yeah and even with my business when I started like oh there was an element where I was like I have no fucking idea what I am doing yeah but then you start doing it and you're like actually no I do I just don't have that confident piece to back it up yet because I don't have the experience yeah yeah it's so true even when I first started swimming the first two times I went I was like oh my god like what am I doing like Mm. people are gonna look at me now I get there jump in the pool do my thing yeah it's like anything like the more you do it the better you feel the more capable you feel I think that that's just the most And my saying, like my thing used to be fake it till you make it. And I feel like there is some element to that making you feel more confident eventually. But yeah, as you get older, you realize. I reckon fake it till you make it is like the first step. Yeah, for sure. 
It's yeah. like, and, and we were saying people would be a little bit shocked that we don't feel confident. And that's the thing. You can portray confidence yeah. and not feel it inwardly, which is why I love this definition. And I was actually just saying to someone the other day, like, I'm such an awkward person. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're not. And I'm like, no, I'm awkward on the inside. Yeah, I yeah. feel awkward. Yeah. I feel like I'm a, yeah, I'm a very awkward person, but like whatever I feel like now, I just, that's a big part of my personality. So I don't really care. But people are very surprised when I say I can't speak in public because then they're like, uh, but you have a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, but that's me and Tegan <laughs> talking to each other. It's not me standing in front of a hundred people talking about something. No, we're just talking to hundreds. Yeah. But here, right here now, I'm and just talking And it's editable. To yes, that's it. So I could say anything and you can cut it out. <laughs> exactly. You could say, hi, I'm Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is what I think about becoming confident and what I know in the things that I am confident in is that it takes like a few steps. And like we're saying, fake it till you make it. The first one is just like being willing to start or make actionable steps towards starting. So there's like yeah. that saying that confidence is doing the thing that you said that you were going to do. Yeah. So if you're nervous and awkward about it, but you never, ever take that first step, obviously you're not going to become confident in it. Yeah. You've got to be willing to take that first step. And then the second step is to be willing to suck at it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hardest part. Because it's very easy to want to shut something down when you try it and you suck. Yeah. And I'm just like ripping out the quotes. Isn't <laughs> there like something that's like your first podcast is going to be bad. Your first yeah. public speech is going to be bad. The your first, first reel is going to be bad. The first pancake's always shit. First pancake's always shit. Yeah. And like, I remember this is rogue example, but like when I wanted to learn to skateboard. Yeah. In the first 10 minutes, I was like, I'm never going to get this. And I just want to give up. Yeah. And then within an hour, I'm like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. Not everyone's natural. Like Magnolia steps on it and off she goes. <laughs> yeah. She's she's an absolute gun. <laughs> she's a gun at everything. But no, I completely agree. I can think of a million examples, the body pump being one of them. But I'm excited to go back now because, I mean, maybe not to that, but to a different class. The thing about body pump, and I didn't want to like be negative, is that you're not getting technique correction. Yeah. I so think, it's yeah. hard to learn to not suck at something without somebody helping you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think a guided group fitness class would probably be a better starting point so that you can have someone correct your form and then you can go in and you'd be like okay I know how to do a deadlift yeah. I know how to do a clean yeah so that's what I'm going to do from now and I'm going to go and work on my technique for a bit and then go back to that yeah and just focus on the just for like now and the other thing is just to be willing to keep working at it like we were saying and yeah. I think I've said it on a previous episode but I'm kind of at the point where I am okay with sucking at something because you only get better at it and you've got like that journey of progress and you get that feedback that you're getting better like when we started podcasting yeah we were pretty shit yeah the first episode took, all we, that, took us like all four that hours second episode oh that second episode we were both like this isn't gonna work I was in that phase where I I was like, nah, yeah, call it off. We can't do this. Yeah. We're too. You like, were. We were. When I left that episode, panicking. I was like, oh shit, I don't think she's gonna want to do this anymore. Because I was like, I know we can get better. The fact that you edited that into an episode that's actually probably up there in our like top five. It is. People love it. <laughs> I'm blown away. Do you know what? No, that that is an absolute testament to your ability <laughs> as a producer and an editor because that was Thanks. a fucking it shit was a show. Shit show. It was not. It was not it. It was not good. Look at us now. Yeah. Very, very minimal editing. And I think it's also like finding the humor when you are sucking at it makes it easier to stick at it. Like the other day, so I got a road bike for Christmas, guys, for the triathlon, like for training and actually for the triathlon. And I rode it for the first time the other day and I didn't have a helmet yet. So I had to wear Magnolia's Barbie helmet and ride through Minipi. And I was like, it's fine. It's not going to be that many people here. There was a music festival on, which I had to ride through, where I'm sure there was people that I know. But I had to ride through it and I was like, I'm just going to ride so fast so that no one knows who just I am. Just a pink blur. <laughs> <laughs> and just pray no one sees me. But I was laughing so hard the whole time. Yeah. And I was like, who cares? And then can I say something really funny? So, yeah, go on. Okay. So Tickle me. Yesterday we're in the car and Magnolia, she's just started getting like sarcasm. And she goes, mommy, you looked really great in my Barbie helmet. Wank, wank. Wank, wank. <laughs> Instead of wink, wink. And I died. I was driving. I was like, I'm going to have to pull over. I was laughing so hard. 
But then I was like, you can't say that. And then she just keeps going, wink, 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 wink. And I'm like, no, it's it's wink, wink. But I was just, oh, it was so <laughs> wank, wank. funny. Wink, wink. So good. <laughs> anyway, little troll. I'm going to fuel that fire when she gets back here. <laughs> wank, wank. Wank, wink. <laughs> I can't wink. I'm going to. Okay. My friends always put shit on me when I wink yeah. because I do like a, a full face wink. <laughs> I can't wink. Not even at all. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, yeah. Kept oh, pacing out all the time. I might have to get the visual for that. <laughs> I think like, and, and what you just said is another element to it as well, like being able to find the humour in sucking, but mm. also not caring what anybody else thinks. Yeah. Because if we keep living our lives wondering like, oh, what if this person thinks this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm taking that approach with my content in 2024. Like yeah. I maybe was a little bit more restrained with my content because I was like, oh, what if someone thinks this is this? Or what? And I'm just like, nah, yeah. doing it. And I put it on my ins and outs. Yeah. And some girls I know that own a very rude card company is fantastic. They were like, yes to this. And I'm like, let the unhinged content begin. Well, if it's someone doesn't be like it, they'll but- just unfollow you and then you'll get more aligned followers. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. I think authenticity is important as well with confidence because you want to like, you want to be confident being who you are, not, you're not going to be confident being who you think everybody else wants wants you you to to be. be. And I think that comes with age as well. And by surrounding yourself with the people that like who you are as a person makes you more confident in. Yeah, totally. So yeah, just to summarize that little chunk, we become confident by doing the things that we aren't confident with yet. So taking the leap, being scared, but doing it anyway and another good practice is to think what is the worst thing that can possibly happen I do that all the time I do that when I'm having a panic attack which M our um, resident psychologist is going to come on and we're going to talk about panic attacks in a few weeks but when I'm having a panic attack now I'm like what is the worst that can happen like you're not going to die yeah but yeah so that's something I do all the time I try and remember that and if you listen to the alcohol app we were speaking about my self-doubt yeah after a big weekend and I remember talking to my mum once and I was like oh sometimes I'm just like why did I start my business and she's like well what's the worst thing that happens you get a job yeah and to take it like on a smaller scale like when we're talking about going into a group fitness class yeah like what is the worst thing that happens yeah you have to sit down because you're a little bit tired yeah I just stopped doing shit the other night and I was like, I'm just going to lay on the floor because I noticed another girl doing it next to me. Like she just looked so exhausted like I did. And I was like, I think I'm just going to like just chill here and just do some stretches until this is over. All right. So I wanted you to give us some tips on how to be confident making new friends and talking to new people because this is this is what this gal needs. Okay, so I'm just going to give one example to start off with. When uh, Oscar was in year one, there was this mum and she had a brand new baby and this really nice pram that I loved. And she just looked like a really friendly person. Like she was just, she would just smile when you walked past. And one day she was just standing kind of like by herself because there wasn't many people there yet. And I literally just went up to her and was like, hi. Oh my God. And she was my like, fear. hello. And I, hello. Was, I was like, <laughs> she's a cute little Dutch girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. She definitely didn't say it like that. But um, yeah, I just went up to her and I was like, hi. And then I said to her, I just see you every day and I think you look like such a nice person. And so I just thought I'd come and say hi. And she was like, oh, thank you. And then I just kind of walked up to school with her every day. And now she's one of my closest friends and we have so much in common and it's wild. I feel like we were just meant to meet. Yeah. So I find that like maybe seeking someone out with a common interest, like. Like when I went to the meditation thing. Yes. And like the first friend you met had a dog, right? And you were like, she has a dog. I have a dog. Yeah. And her dog's name was Lenny. Yes. Lenny and Kenny. So yeah, if I'm in a situation where I want someone to talk to, I will seek out someone that maybe has a kid or has like, uh, there's this mum at school who I really want to be friends with because she's really nice and she's very cool. She had that, a light, not Elias Mays, the shoe brand. What's the clothing brand? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So she had the snake outfit on that I wanted to wear to your birthday. Oh, the two-piece. Yes. When she walked past, I was like, I love your outfit. It's so nice and I've wanted it for ages. And then we just got on this whole conversation about how like she actually hired it. And then from that point forward, we've just been like, hi, hi, and like chat when she walks in the gate. I think complimenting strangers is a good way. Yeah. Yeah. I I did do that a few years ago, but I don't do that now. Yeah. So that's a really easy way, especially if it's a genuine compliment. I wouldn't just be like, hey, nice hair. Like, (laughs) or do you remember the clothing store Ice? 
Uh, yeah, that's where I got my year 11 formal dresser on. Oh, <laughs> I remember oh. that they used to always just like, they would just try and compliment something about you. Yeah. Like you would expect it as soon as you walk in. Like that was just their sales tactic. Yeah. You could be walking in there in a fashion sack and they'd be <laughs> like, I love your dress. Yes. Do you know my- So um, inauthentic. My, um, this is authentic. This is different, but my best friend, Amber, we kind of met through her mom, like briefly at coffee. And then she worked at General Pants and Kev would go in there every weekend, like all the time to buy me stuff, <laughs> buy himself stuff. Pay but, rise for Kev. Yeah. And she would be like, hello. And then is she's she like, touch no, this too? is how she says all that. She is just this like bounding, happy. And when I say bounding, she literally bounds towards you. And it's like golden retriever energy. Yes. That is exactly who she is as a person and yeah she was just like one of those yeah she's great at meeting friends because of this like this energy that like exudes from her but yeah Kev would go into general pants and she would literally take Oscar off him he was like one and like walk around the store and like she's just the best but like so that's a really genuine example see that was my energy at f45 yeah maybe not bounding up there because i don't think i bound places but like i could talk to anybody knew their kids knew everything about them yeah but in my personal life with new people, I don't know what's wrong with me. No, it's nothing wrong with you. You just you're a slow burn, and I'm like a slow I've, burn. Um, one of the a loud shy person. <laughs> I think we've mentioned this a few times before, but the other way I've met all my friends is through coffee. So like, kind of just being in there vicinity vicinity yeah for a few I w- it would take obviously a few weeks or whatever but like eventually you just kind of start chatting to people do you know I worked in a cafe for eight and a half years and I did not make friends with one customer really heaps of the girls that I worked with but yeah. not one single customer well as we've mentioned before my three like closest yeah. friends in the world were the baristas at Benetton and this is how I met you so lots of good things come just from like and we started well I talking. did actually become friends with the members at F45 you did look at me go all of your personal best friends growth. are from F45 personal or, growth like as a result from F45 yeah yeah but um yeah so and that was even Ash and I just started talking because she was playing ballpark music and I was like I love ballpark music and that's how we started chatting so yeah common interest that's a big one and just like being really friendly like sometimes that just catches people off guard like there's been people in my life like people that I've met that like very obviously weren't up for meeting a new friend but I'm like I want to be your friend Me? I think you're cool <laughs> <laughs> you yes and the few other people that I'm like by the end of this year you and I are going to be best friends just like people that I thought were really cool and I just literally wear them down by being really nice and chatty and I do like to say you can catch more flies with honey than vinegar but I'm like applying that to service recovery and hospitality industry. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, true. But um, no, I just find that like I just be approachable and friendly and smile at everyone. And yeah, I find it like, I don't want to say I find it really easy to make friends, but like, yeah. You do. That's a big thing. Why would you not say that? No, well, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm up myself. That's terrible. That's not up yourself. (laughs) No, I do find it really easy to make friends. See, this is the thing with confidence as well. Yeah. Is that like society has kind of conditioned us to not be too confident. Yeah. Because then you'll be up yourself. Exactly. Look at you. All mm. your feminist stuff. That's so true. Especially as women. Especially as women. A hundred percent as women because it's fine for a man to be cocky. Yeah. So yeah, just being really friendly, finding people with common interests. That's probably the thing that I am the most confident with actually is making new friends. Yeah. You're force a myself fucking on gun at it. <laughs> I think also another thing with friends is that like the more confident friends you make, the more confident you become just like by being around them and they like pushing you out of your comfort zone. All right, so my turn. Your turn. What am I confident with? The gym. Yeah. Health and fitness. So as I was saying, I do get a bit awkward going to group fitness classes, but I think that's a normal level of anxiety. And I think we're going to talk about that on the episode with Emma. Yeah. Like what the difference is between like anxiety and what is normal. Yeah. Because I think sometimes like people think, oh, I'm anxious. Yeah. When maybe it's like a really normal level of nervousness and anxiety. One thing I like to do, and this is like related to confidence is, and I think we've actually talked about this before where I say like nervous energy and excitement are the same same. energy, Yeah. which can be really helpful, but 
m- maybe not if you actually um, no, it diagnose is. anxiety <laughs> and anxious. But like in certain situations it is, and this is, I'm so excited for this Emma episode because that is a really big thing Kev and I talk about all the time. But sometimes if you're a person with diagnosed anxiety like me, it is hard to determine what's excitement and what's uh, anxiousness. anxiousness. So I do keep that in my head if I'm going to do something that should be fun. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so anxious. I'm like, wait, am I anxious or am I excited? Yeah. So that definitely can apply to a lot of situations. Yeah. So a few tips for how to be confident in your personal fitness or health journey. So if you're going to the gym, these are like just a few tips I would give to not feel as nervous. So training at quieter times, like trying to hit later at night, middle of the day, if you can, mid morning, weekends, things like that, where there's going to be less people in the gym. So it's less people to contend with, more availability of equipment taking a friend with you like you did this week especially if you're going to group fitness or going to try a new gym going with someone else can be a really good way to break the ice if you're not even confident enough to go to the gym yet start with walking like get out on the street start with walking get your confidence up for your fitness if you're someone who has been pretty like immobile your fitness will improve just through walking alone and then you'll be sort of in the routine of moving your body and you're starting to hold that routine then you can progress to the gym on that just quickly I only went to the gym to this class this week because I've been working out for what like a few months now yeah I've been swimming and running and stuff so I definitely would not have done this like six months ago but I was like actually I feel fit now so I can go and do that and feel more confident yeah and and that's like a really good starting point like if you don't know where to start and you're just like not confident and you're so nervous just walk yeah just start with walking easy anyone can do it you can do it anywhere yeah Get some equipment to train at home. So if you're really not feeling like you're up to going to the gym, get like, you know, there's a lot you can do with one set of dumbbells or even a single dumbbell. Get a coach and a periodized program. So that's really good for people that have been going to the gym or have been avoiding the gym because they get there and they just think, fuck, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So if you have a program, like usually it's delivered via an app, there'll be like a little exercise demonstration video. So you're just like, okay, I'm looking for this machine and I'm going to do this many sets and then this many reps. And that just gives you the confidence to know where you are and what you need to be and you avoid that walking around. Even if I go to the gym like – Without a program, say I'm on holidays or something, I get there and I'm like, "Uh, decision fatigue, can't really think about where I need to be or what I wanted to do, can't really remember like what exercises even exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, Watch videos on how to do the exercises. So like if there's something that you want to learn and you don't know how to do it, YouTube is like a wealth of information. So the app that I use actually has like little exercise demonstration videos. So you might like see this is what the exercise is, but instead of just saying it, they're actually going to do a little demo video and it shows you how to do the exercise. So that's absolutely fantastic. Start with a group fitness gym, as we were just saying, maybe not a Les Mills class, because if you are really nervous, that could make things a little bit worse because they're just doing it and they're not helping you. (laughs) Yeah. Versus if you were to go to F45 or FitStop, something like that, they're going to give you a lot of technique correction with the coaches. And then once you go there and you pick up all the fundamentals of movements, then you might be able to transition into a conventional gym because you know how to do a deadlift, how to do a bench press, how to do all of the exercises. Do you know that is so funny because I've always been terrified to go to F45 because I thought you had to be really fit and I always thought that you would start at a conventional gym and then graduate to somewhere like F45. So No, the other way around. Yeah, that's why. Because how would you know how to do anything in a conventional gym? Like you're just walking around all this equipment that you don't know how yeah. to use. So However, true. like I do have clients come to me that have never stepped foot in a gym before and they're going straight into a conventional gym but I obviously carefully curate their program to be a beginner based program and I'm not like chucking them under a squat bar or dumbbells for a bench press like I'm going to start them off with machine weights so that they can just use the machines and get a feel for the movements in a really safe way and then when they've started getting a handle on the movements then I'll transition them across to free weights yeah yeah that makes sense get new workout clothes that you feel good in wear things that make you feel confident like people will shout from the rooftops like wear the crop top and like embrace it but if you feel like you're in the gym and you're going to be constantly like covering your belly because you're wearing a crop top obviously that's not going to be good for your confidence in the gym yeah but also like if you're hot and you want to not wear a shirt and you feel confident like 
Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do that. Yeah. Whatever you feel good in and like is going to be good for the workout. Like if you're going to wear shorts and you're trying to do burpees and you're going to be constantly pulling them down, like you're not going to feel confident. Yeah. So make sure that the clothing selection that you have makes you feel good and confident. And then the last one that I had was to work on your body confidence and body image. And we're going to do a whole episode on this. Yeah. I was just talking to one of my clients about this last night and just to touch on it really, really quickly is like you can get down to what you decide your dream body is. Yeah. But if you have not worked on your body confidence and your body image, it's not going to be enough. Yeah. So you have to feel good about yourself. You got to do the mental work. Yeah. So true. I'm very excited to do that episode. So much more to come on that. Yeah. So I just wanted to round out this confidence segment by reading this quote that Julia sent me a little while ago. This is on my vision board and I think a lot of people are going to get a lot out of it. Yeah. So the quote is, my friend is very confident confident and free. And I always wanted to know how she does it. So one day I asked her and she just said, the only difference between me and you is that when people treat you badly, you think it's because there's something wrong with you. But when people treat me badly, I think there is something wrong with them. Wow. Yeah. I sent it to a client of mine that somebody had said something disgusting to about their physical appearance What? and a stranger. And I was like, this has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them and yeah. do not let it get to you. Yeah. And I just think that that's, you know, such a pivotal mindset hack, especially like for anybody that's dating. Yeah. If you're getting treated badly in that situation, it's nothing to do with you and everything to do with the other person and fucking run. Yes. But like even think about in friendships, in relationships, hurt people, hurt people. I get that, but water off a duck's back. Yeah. If someone is treating you badly. Yeah. And I think don't that have that's, them in your life. Cut them out. But yes, I absolutely love that quote and I'm just keeping it front of mind. All right. Pop culture quiz. <laughs> Everyone knows this is my favorite segment, first one for 2024. So this is my favorite segment. I quiz Tegan on something pop culture related because she's not across all of that and it's my favorite thing. And Tegan is going to say a gym or health and fitness term. Why is it called the pop culture quiz when we do a gym thing? Because it this sounds is your better segment. to go pop culture <laughs> quiz this pop culture and health and fitness quiz. This is purely Alex working in some of her pop culture <laughs> to our health and fitness podcast but we understand that other people like it too so yeah and dm me or share it on your stories if you got these right you go first okay this will be pretty quick uh what is a hang clean to press a what a hang clean to press (laughs) i don't know is this well a hang clean to press like to me that sounds like you want to iron something linen, so you hang it up on a hook to press it with a steamer. <laughs> and put it in your linen press. Yes, you put it in your linen press, which I confirmed is a thing. You know when you were saying to me before when you were explaining Les Mills off air, and yeah. you're like, and I had to do this deadlift that went into this thing here and then over my head, <laughs> and I had no idea how to move my body that way. Yeah. That was a hang clean to press. Right. They're like starting in a deadlift posture, hang below the knees, clean it up to your chest and then press it overhead. So, you know, when you clean it up to your chest, she would like bend her knees and stick her bum out. And I tried. I could not. I was like, why are you doing that? I can just lift that. Like, I don't have to move. No, but it's for your back safety. And obviously you should. Staring directly at me. And obviously like you were doing really light weights, but like you would normally be doing it with enough load that you need the momentum of that, like clean back into the deadlift position, then clean up. Hips come through. You use the momentum from your hips to get it up to your chest and spin the bar around with a straight bar path press it overhead oh my god I could not and in the end I was laughing so hard I couldn't do it anyway because I was like this is impossible (laughs) all right hit me with your thing okay so first question for you Tegan who was Timothy Chalamet's date to the Golden Globes Kylie Jenner well done that was very easy yeah even Ken knew that one he's not very good looking oh right I do not get the people are obsessed with him. I think he looks like a small child. Wasn't Kylie Jenner with the Travis Scott? Yeah. Are they not together anymore? No. Don't they have two kids? Yes. Do, isn't one of them a baby? 
Yes, but I don't even know if they were actually a couple when they conceived that baby or they're just doing Kardashians co-parenting. Kardashians love to have babies. Yeah, they love a baby. I'd love to have more babies, but that's another <laughs> topic for another episode. Yes, Kylie Jenner, well done. What celebrity, big celebrity, was at the Brisbane Open? Not a sporting person, like a proper celeb. Are they a musician? Nah. Actor? Yes. Here for a movie? Well, I don't know why he was here. I don't know why they were here. Damn it. It doesn't that really narrow, narrow down, down. How big? Big. Meg and I were like, whoa, this is proper. Like, why is he even here at the Brisbane Open? This is proper celeb. Brad Pitt. Nah. That big? Just as good looking. Mm. Nah, not that big. As good of an actor. Hear me with it. Jude Law. Oh, he's not my type. What? He's beautiful. Mm, big clean cut. All right, last one. Which couple are people convinced are breaking up after Lip Readers analysed a video of them and said that he is saying to her, I can't wait to divorce? And she kind of shushes him. Where were they? At the Golden Globes. Do I like them? Well, it's not Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Okay, I'm out of guesses. Uh, <laughs> they're the most lovable couple. No. Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. I don't know who that is. What? In my mind, it's like. She's my favorite actress. She's out of everything. Does she have red hair? She did in Devil Wears Prada and never ever again. I'm confusing her with Emma Stone. Well, she was at the Golden Globes. Does she have red hair? Yeah, she has red hair. Well done. Emily Blunt has whatever my hairstyle is at the time because I copy all of her hair. And John Krasinski is off the office and now he's a big actor slash director and he's on everything. But anyway, they are big time couple goals and he's always crediting everything in his life to her. And on the Golden Globes red carpet, it does look like he says, I can't wait to divorce you. And then she goes, not here. But then you can watch other videos. He might have said something sexual. In other videos, people he say might that have been he's like, saying, I cannot wait to. Yes, he could have been saying something like that. Or people say that he also said, I cannot wait to get inside because it's chilly out here. So there's a few different interpretations and, you know, people love a drama and a scandal. So I think people are just running away with it. Or the other theory is that it's just a bit that they do and it's funny and they think, hey, someone might be watching this and we can trick them. Oh, I get around that. You know, they're just having a banter. I get around that. Yeah. So well done. I'm impressed that you got that Kylie Jenner one. It snuck its way into Mm -hmm. my – and do you know why? Why? It's probably because this conversation and this segment is fucking with my algorithm. Ah. (laughs) I want to see puppies and food (laughs) and not the fucking golden (laughs) globes. That is so funny. As always, thanks for tuning into the episode. We hope that you got something out of it, but also I hope you got a laugh because this was a really fun episode. I was just about to work in there. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for coming along on this slightly unhinged ride. (laughs) As you can tell, we are so, so happy to be back. So happy. I felt really sad. Like... Well, not seeing you and not planning the pod and not recording. It was a bummer. It was a bummer. Yeah. Recording slaps. Recording. <laughs> <laughs> it slaps. Love it. That's not natural. <laughs> Doesn't roll off the tongue. Does not. I'm trying out a new term, guys. Get around it. <laughs> so if you are enjoying our podcast, if you think it slaps, uh, please head to Apple Podcasts, which is on all iPhones. So even if you listen on Spotify, you can duck into the Apple Podcasts app for us and leave us a review. It'll only take you about a minute, but it will really help us with visibility and give new listeners an idea of what they're in for. We hope that you have an amazing week and get out there and... Nah. (laughs) I thought I was pushing it with that one. You are pushing it. I don't know if you'll say this line. (laughs) I just saw that you wrote that. That's so good. Get out there and be confident, queens. Get out there and be the best version of you. Right on, I wouldn't even say that either. Be the best you that you can be. Yeah, you do you. You do you, boo. You do you. Bye, guys. Bye.